let's just open with a word of prayer. Um, Lord, we just come before you tonight. Father, thank you for each person that's here. <clears throat> Good for each person, Lord. Um, familiar faces and faces that are, aren't so familiar. Lord, we just we want to hear from you tonight. Lord, it doesn't matter what I have to say. What I have to say means nothing if it doesn't come by your spirit. So, Father, we invite your presence here. We invite you to, to, to minister to each of us. And Lord, we ask for ears to hear, eyes to see, and hearts to receive, Father. And we open up ourselves wide to hear from you, Lord. God, whatever it is we need to see, whatever it is we need to hear, we ask that you would give it to us liberally, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You know, uh, Brother Keith says this all the time. It's not just the, the people that, that the note takers or the people that hear the word that get results. It's the doers that, that get results. Amen. Amen. Uh, I've done it before where I've done the Word, I've done the, the formulas, or I've, read, or I've just read the Bible, I haven't done the Word, and I haven't gotten the results. But I'm, I'm into getting res- results this day, uh, these days, because that's the way to live a victorious life. Um, if you have your Bible with me, please turn to 2 Corinthians 4, uh, verse 8. I'm going to look at this in the NIV. 2 Corinthians 4, verses 8 through 9 in the NIV. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. All right. Um, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. We're persecuted, but not abandoned. We're struck down, but not destroyed. Praise the Lord. How many of you guys are familiar with this verse? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this actually not that long ago, or just today, really. I think in the Word of Faith circles, we, we fall either on two sides of the trap with, with this verse. Um, a lot of us might read this verse and think, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, and, and read that um, and be like, okay, we're, we're, we have no problems ever. Praise the Lord. We're, we're in this life. We're victorious. We have, there's no problems. Or if problems come, we, we ignore them. And then the, the ditch on the other end is we're, we're, we, sometimes I think we can skim over uh, the, the butt parts. And we, we, we read, we are hard-pressed. We are crushed. We're perplexed. We're persecuted. And we're abandoned. And we're struck. Oh, yeah. And don't forget, we're struck down as well. But no. The, the thing that I believe that the Lord wants to minister to us tonight is uh, being pressed but not crushed. Uh, how many of you guys have ever been pressed? Just a show of hands. I think all of us have been pressed. I, I tell you what, something. I, the older I, the older I get, I really, I really have a, uh, I really don't like pressure, from whether it's whether it's from coming from whoever or, or, or whatever. I just really don't like pressure. And I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, I used to work at um, Blockbuster when I lived in Oklahoma. Have you guys remember Blockbuster? For the young people in here, that's a place where you could rent movies before they totally got rid of uh, video stores. That, you know, before the internet totally took over. But uh, I, you know, I, I thank God for businessmen and salespeople, but I, that just was not my grace at all. You know, I, I was there. I, I enjoyed working there, but they always wanted. They were all about the upsell. You know. They're like, okay, when a person comes in, here, comes in here, we have this program growing. It's only like $25, $30. And so they're just pushing on them, pushing on them. I'm like, oh, do I really have to? I'm like, uh, I don't really want to. But uh, 
So someone comes in, they rent like a 99 cent movie. I'm like, so we have a really good deal going on. $25 a month. I know you probably, the last time you've been here was eight months ago, but you know, I don't, I'm not into it. You know, I'm not into pressure. I'm just not, I don't, I don't like it, you know? And you know, faith, faith doesn't put any pressure on people, but think about this, but faith also doesn't receive any pressure, you know? So faith doesn't put any pressure on people, but faith won't receive the pressure, won't receive pressure at all either. Um, so I was thinking about this, this verse, and I was thinking about, you know, we've, we've all, we're all familiar with, with pressure and, 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 and the things that the enemy brings to us. And I was thinking about, okay, hard-pressed but, uh, hard but not crushed, perplexed but not in despair, persecuted but not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. And, you know, that's a great verse. All verses in the Word of God are good. But I was thinking, well, how, how do we get, how do we actually do this verse? How do, we, how do we, I know this is a verse that we shout about a lot of times, but I think often, oftentimes this is also one of those verses that sometimes we're like, we shout about, but when it comes down to doing it, not just you, me, we're like, well, that's easier said than done. So how do we do it? How do we, how when pressure comes, how do we not become crushed? I'll challenge you with this. It's not as, it's not as difficult as it might seem or sound. It comes down to a choice. It's a choice. It's a simple choice. Um, I um, think think about it like this: pressure comes to all of us, like all the time. But just because it, because just because it comes at you doesn't mean you ever have to receive it. Think about a car salesman. And I, if you if you sell if you sell cars in here, I don't mean to pick on you at all. This is just a good analogy. Um, you know, think about a car salesman who who you, you you go to the car lot and they're like, so what you what you doing today? And well, I'm just looking around. You know, just looking around. So we have a we have a car. You know, you can lease this for twelve months. It's going on. You better get it now. And you know, the pressure's coming. You know, you better get this car. Like, I'm just I'm just looking. You know, you bet. Oh well, you better get it. You know, when you leave, someone else might someone else might get it. And you're like, well, I, you know, I'm really not interested. And there's pressure, and that's pressure. Has anyone ever bought a car from a car salesman because they pressure you? Raise show of hands. Oh yeah, okay. Why? Well, my sympathies, Joe. Uh, it's not where I was going with that, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, well, but you know, the devil, the devil is like that car salesman. He's all, he's always going, you know, he's always trying to feed you and he always is trying to feed you that pressure, whether it's financial pressure, symptoms of poverty, symptoms of lack, that, that sickness. He's trying to give you that bad report, but he's just like the car salesman. You don't have to receive any of it ever. It's a choice. If you receive it, it's not the, it's not the devil's fault. If the, if the devil comes at you and says, your kids aren't going to make it, your kids are going to, they're going to wind up and they're never going to serve the Lord. If you take that, that's not the enemy's fault. Whose fault is it? It's my fault, your fault, whoever. All the enemy can do is he can bring suggestions to you. He can bring pressure to you, but we never have to receive it ever. We have the ability and that's how we get pressed, but not crushed. He's pressing all the time, pressing, pressing. But you, we don't have to ever receive it. Can, can he make you fear? Can the enemy make you fear? Can he make you doubt? Can he make you get an unbelief? He can't do that any more than the car salesman can make you buy the car. He can't. The car salesman cannot put the money in your hand and be like, okay, and, and say, you, the car's yours, I'm, or you're buying the car. But what he can do is press, press you so much to the point where you might be like, well, okay, I'm going to buy the car. Kind of like Joe did. Um, 
what she probably regrets now. Um, see, that, that's the thing. Um, something that we can't... Uh, some of you might be going, well, why, are you guys talk, why, why is he talking about the, the devil and the enemy and pressure? I love this as a faith church. Well, it is a faith church, but, you know, just because it's a faith church doesn't mean, you know, there's not problems ever that come, come to us. It's what we do when they come to us that determines uh, if we're walking in faith or not. You know, is the enemy under our feet? Yes. But how do we keep him there? You know, it's a, it's a choice. It's a choice. Uh, let's, let's turn to John 14 and 1. And I... New King James, if we can, is good. I might be switching it up a little bit uh, with the translations here. I'm going to look at verse 27 too, but I'll look at verse 1 first. All right. Okay. Uh, 14.1, New King James. Let not your heart be troubled... You believe in God, believe also in me. Can we look at verse 27 as well? <clears throat> Let not your heart be troubled. And verse 27, in the same chapter, verse 14. Uh, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world do I, gives do I to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Who believes this verse? You know, I, I love in here how it says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Um, and we'll talk about, a little bit about that more later, but I want to camp on this for a little bit. Uh, who's the understood su- subject in, the, in these verses? We are. And what is it saying? Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Don't let it be troubled. Don't let it be afraid. So that, that it's saying... Let not and don't let it. That makes that leads me to believe that there's always a choice. You know, we live in this world and this world's a dark place. So we can't escape fears coming to us. But what we can do is we can we can decide whether we receive them or not. You know, let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Fears come. They come to everyone. They might be coming to some people right now. But you have the ability to resist it every single time. Yeah. If you become afraid, it's not because the enemy made you, made you afraid. It's because you, me, we received it and we accepted it. And I think a ploy of the enemy is, is, is this. Um, he brings pressure. He brings worries. He brings feelings of fear to us, to every one of us. And I think this is, this is, I think this is where a lot of battles are either won or lost. When those feelings come to us, those feelings of fear or those feelings of worries, we come, they come to us and, and oftentimes what we do is like, I am afraid. I, I, I feel afraid. This is what the enemy does. I feel afraid or therefore I am afraid. Or I feel sick, therefore I am sick. Or I feel poor, therefore I am poor. But we walk by faith, not by sight or by our feelings. The enemy is always trying to do this. He's going to, you know, you, you can be driving around 880, you know, you could be driving around pretty good, be having a, the best day of your life, having an awesome day, and all of a sudden, bam, like, like worry, fear gets in the car with you. And then I think what a, a lot of us do, what I've done many times, is we're like, whoo, I'm afraid. 
oh, how, you know, we could be shouting, hallelujah, anyhow, or God is a good God. And then, like, these thoughts come, these, before, these, these thoughts, these feelings come on, so we're like, oh, snap. I, I'm, man, I got goosebumps. Like my, my knees are shaking. I'm afraid. What happened? What happened? I'm afraid. Well, that's not true. That's not true. You know, how many of you guys ever been by a campfire or anything, you know? Um, I don't really go outdoors very much because I don't like being outdoors. But on the, off, on the off chance that I do, especially living in Branson, there, there, there's, there's oftentimes a, uh, a fire, you know, a bonfire. Now, not just a fire like someone, you know, lighting a fire just for fun, but like a bonfire. But, you know, the fire, say the fire is where Pastor Brenda and Pastor Mark are at. You know, I could be standing, I could be standing way up here, uh, I could, I, I could, I could potentially feel the heat to that fire, right there. I could, I could, I could feel it. I could feel it if I'm up here. I can feel it if I'm, if I'm down here. I could even be right here and still feel it. Right. But it's not until I go like this right. and act like a well a dummy, and and then the fire gets on me. It does. It's not until I actually take it. I put my hand in the fire, and then I get burned. Yeah. It's the same thing with fear. Yeah. It can be all around us. It can be in your head. It can be going a, a thousand miles, a, 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 a thousand minutes a mile or whatever. That doesn't make any sense. You know, in your head, like, you know, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. Or you're, you're, you could be shaken. And then too often times we go like, I'm afraid. And we give up. If you're afraid, you can't be full of peace. No. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Yeah. Don't, let you, don't let yourself get burned. The devil's going to come. I, I, I'm sorry. Don't say, stop saying that. <laughs> stop saying that, uh, James. The, you know, stop saying I'm going to be pressured. It's going to happen. It might happen before you leave tonight. Uh, but faith doesn't put any pressure on people, and faith doesn't, also doesn't receive any pressure. doesn't receive fear. Faith, what, what does uh, Timothy say? For God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So when the fear comes, that's what you stand on. That's what you speak out of your mouth. That's what you say. Not the, not, you don't say, I'm afraid, therefore I am afraid. Because if you do, that's exactly what the enemy wants. Amen. He wants you, because that's what he's doing. You know, the devil, is, he's a lot older than all of us. He's been around, who knows, for, for a long time. And I think sometimes we, we, we shy away from talking about his, his, his devices and his schemes. But I think sometimes if we do that, we do ourselves a dishonor because when he comes and, and in the way he comes, we're like, what, what in the world's going on? And I'm not here to glorify the devil. The devil's under our feet. But I want us to be aware and not ignorant. I want us to be when he does, not when or not if, I mean when he comes, I want us to know how to, uh, to, to resist. Yeah. So where are, what was I saying? Yeah, he's a lot older than, than all of us. So he's, you know, Brother Moore, he, he talks a lot about it, uh, talking about the devil. All, he, he's old. Uh, uh, I forgot what I was going to say about with that. I can't think of his example. Old dumb foot or club foot or something. <laughs> club foot, I don't know. But, you know, the... the, the <laughs> Yeah, one foot. <laughs> but uh, anyway, he's, you know, the devil is, we have been given the victory and authority over him. But just because we've been given authority doesn't mean that the authority is going to exercise itself. We have to exercise it. You know, how many, how many guys in here have ever read 
Brother Hagen's book, uh, The Authority of the Believer. Yeah. yeah, it's a good book. If you haven't read it, I, I would encourage all of you to do that. Um, he, t- he gives the illustration in there about the, the, the police officer that, that is standing in, say, standing in the middle of traffic, and he's got that sign, or, he, or not even a sign necessarily, but he just says, stop to the traffic. And, and it's that authority that's back. That, it's not that the police officer is so magni- magnificent and great, and he's such a great police officer. It's the authority backing it. We have authority. The devil is under our feet. Yeah. Let's actually look at James 4, uh, verse 7. Amen. Uh, under my, you guys remember that song? Under my feet. Yeah. Yeah. Under my feet. Yeah. Uh, New King James is fine. Whichever one was up there. Thank you. We're going we're gonna to be part of the Bay Christian Center. Myself, Esther, and my daughter, we're going to be those people that might get pressed but not crushed. Amen. Or perplexed but not in despair. Amen. I'm going to be pressed. I mean, you'll be pressed, but I'm not, I'm not ever going to be crushed Amen. by the grace of God. Yeah. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor a seed begging for bread. Right. If God is for us, then who can be against us? Yeah. Greater is he that's in me than he is in the world. Yes. Amen. That's all true. Yeah. That's, that's the truth. But that doesn't mean that pressure and worries and fears won't come at you. That just means you have the answer. You have the ability to resist it. Glory to God. Okay, James 4, 7. Or 4, 8. 4, 7, I think. You guys know where I'm going with this. Uh, 4, 7. 4, 7, thank you. All right. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. He will flee from you. Um, notice, notice that, though. It says you have to do what? You, yeah, you do have to submit to God. What do you have to do after that? Resist. Resist. I think sometimes we read this verse and we think about, um, you know, maybe just quote-unquote major things like sickness and disease or, or uh, whatever. But I think sometimes it's, it's the smaller things that we need to be mindful of as well. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Resist that fear. Yeah. Resist that worry. Yeah. Even, if it's, even if it's small or quote-unquote normal. If you get on the freeway and there's, there's a worry or there's a concern or, or there's a fear that you might get in an accident, just resist it right then and there. Because if you don't, the next time you get on the freeway, there will be a bigger concern. Yeah. And a bigger one. And a bigger one. If you keep, so let's resist him and he will what? He will flee from you. Praise the Lord. He will flee from you. So it's like I said, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Let's not let any, any fear, any worry whatsoever in, into our lives, ever. Yeah. Because we don't have to. God's given us a free will. He's given us authority. He's given us all that we need to resist the devil at all times, but we have to actually resist him. Um, you know, and it's like I said, you can, feel, you can feel afraid. It's fine. But that doesn't mean you are afraid. You know, uh, someone, might, someone tonight or, uh, uh, or tomorrow, whatever, they might come to your door and they might, you might hear a knock at the door. Like, you're like, who is it? You're like, Pete. You're like, Pete who? I don't know Pete. You're like, Pete, Pete Jones. You're like, okay. Well, they're knocking at that door. You're like, let me in, let me in, let me in, let me in. Do you have to let them in? No. What if they, what if they knock harder and louder? No. What, if they, what if they knock for like an hour straight? You're like, yeah, I might let them in. <laughs> Just, what, if, what if it's louder and louder? Yeah, get the shotgun. Louder. Let me in. 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 Is that the time to let him in? No. Who's, who's, 
Uh, who has the power in that in that situation? We do. Does Pete Jones outside? No. Or do you do? We do. What if he gets really loud and obnoxious? What if you get up to that little the people and you look inside and he's like he's like this close? Well, what would you would you say? Well, he's he's really close. He's really he's he's just right outside the door. I might as well just let him in. No. I mean, no, he could be like a weirdo. You don't want him in there. <laughs> well, we should have that same mentality with, with fears and worries. Yeah. And anxieties even, just concerns. This is, how you, this, is, this is one way you become how we, we were talking about, we're pressed but not crushed. It's by choosing it. It's by choosing it. It's by choosing when that pressure comes. It's like, ooh, when it comes, you say, no, I'm not going to. Pressed but not crushed. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yield to it. I'm not gonna yield to it. Thank you, Lord. And like I said, just because you might feel afraid, or I might feel afraid, or might feel worried, might look at the news and see that the economy's still in rough shape, doesn't mean we have to let any of that stuff in. You know, just like that fire. You know, you're only gonna get burned if you go up to the fire and you act like a moron and you actually go inside of it. You know, that's, that's all the enemy can do, really. That's, that's it. All he can do is try to get you to take what he brings you. He can try. He can make it, he can make it like, he can bring feelings to you and they can become so real. But just because you are, just because you feel afraid does not, does not equal I am afraid. Just because you feel worried doesn't mean I am worried. That's why it says cast all your cares upon me, upon, upon the Lord because he cares for me. Thank you, Lord. Let's look at... Uh, 1 Peter 5 and 8, and the New King James will be fine too. 1 Peter 5. We are, we, we might get pressed, but we will not be crushed. Amen? I've already made up my mind. 1 Peter 5, 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion. Like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Well, who, who may he devour? You ever think about that? Those who let him. Those who let him. You know, I think sometimes we read this. I mean, I know I grew up in a word of faith, in the word of faith circles for 33 years. And, you know, I, I'll, I'll read this verse. He may not devour me. Uh-uh. Well, he can if I let him. But he, I'm looking at it, people that he may not devour. That's a, you missed a good opportunity to shout there. <laughs> he may not devour me. But if he brings when, I shouldn't say if, when he brings fear, when he even brings uh, sickness and disease on your body, if you, if you receive it and if you accept it, and you, and you say, well, I am afraid, therefore I am afraid, you have just become one that he may devour. But not me. Not me, by the grace of God. By the grace of God, he may not devour me ever. You know, and, and it's, we're not left alone either. We have, we, have everything that we, are, we have everything that we need to resist the devil and to walk a life of victory. We have, we, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. My peace I give you, not as the world gives you. Amen. My, my peace. Whose peace? His peace. Yeah, this is Jesus' peace. Yeah. It'd be one thing. Let's actually go back to that. Let's go back to, uh, where was it? John 14, 1. 
may not devour me. He will. He'll bring pressure to me. He'll, when Eden grows up, becomes a teenager, <laughs> he'll bring thoughts. He'll bring worries. But by the grace of God, I won't, be, I won't, I won't let those things in. You know, how many parents do I have in the house? Yeah, yeah. Any worries ever come to your head or your mind about your, your kids? Yeah. Well, I know my worries have come to my parents about, about moi. <laughs> I don't know if they ever let them in or not. I don't know, but uh, yeah, sure, sure tempted to. <laughs> it's like me and the devil are working together overtime at times to try to get them to take the, that worry. Uh, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Be able to... oh, I'm sorry, I should have told you. Let's go back to uh, 27, verse 27. 14, 27. All right. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not, there is again, let not your heart be troubled. Neither, neither let it be afraid. Well, I'm, I'm glad, just leave that up there for a minute. I'm glad that this first part is in this verse. <laughs> I'm glad it just doesn't say, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid, and then that's end of story. Yeah. The Lord has commanded us to not let our hearts be troubled, but that's not the end of it. He said, don't let your heart be troubled about anything at any time because I, ha- I have given you my peace. Right. So, you know, in this world, we're going to face things. We're going to face trials. We're going to face temptations. We may even face sicknesses and disease. But we have God's peace to combat those things. Amen. We have the peace of God to... to uh, it's like that. It's like the bouncer at the... the, at the it's like a bouncer at, at the door of your heart. You know? Things come to you. Things are going to, these are coming. You know, Eden's going to grow up and she's going to disobey her parents just like, like you did. Uh, you know... Uh, uh, you know, you're, that debt's just never going to go away. But then we have that peace. Yeah. We have that peace at the door. Yeah. And then we have that peace, but that's not, that's not the end of it. We have to yield to that peace. Yeah. You know, Amen. we've been given the peace. That's true. It is true. And that peace is ever, it's ever ready at all times to keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. But we have to yield to it. Yield to it. You know, I think sometimes we just quote that the part, the part about peace. I got God's peace, my peace, not the world gives peace that passes all understanding. That's true, but we got to work. Let's give the Lord something to work with. Let's not our heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Let's turn to Philippians 4, verse um, 4, verse, I think it's 6. Yeah, 4, verse 6. And if we can, the NIV, but it, that, that's good too, though. That, I, that's fine. You can just leave it like that. Peace, peace. All right. Philippians 4, 6. Uh, be anxious for nothing. There it is again. Be anxious for nothing. Now, let me stop right there. Is that, is that a uh, suggestion by the head of the church? No? no? You know, I, I have acted like it's a suggestion sometimes. Have you guys ever, well, don't raise your hand for this, but I'll, I'll tell on myself, like, you know, I, I've, I've, I've faced things in my life before where, where I'm like, well, I just can't help it. It's too, it's too much. It's too big. It's too, it's too distressing. 
Well, but according to this, I can. Be anxious for nothing. That's not, that's not just a, a suggestion. You know, Brother Moore has actually been teaching along the lines of some of the, these things, and he, he says he's been around a lot more than I have. You know, he goes around to lots of different churches and, and things. And I, I, I think that the, that the church as a whole doesn't think this is actually possible. Mm. Or they're acting like it's not possible. They might, we might shout in church and be like, be anxious for nothing. Yeah, praise God. But when it gets like Monday morning and that, that, that bill comes that for $5,000 that you didn't know was coming, then all of a sudden, oh my, oh my word, what happened? What happened? But this, this verse, be anxious for nothing, is just as true right now as it is, uh, say, like April of next year when your taxes are, you're working on your taxes. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, but he gives you an alternative. He, he tells you what not to do, and then he tells you what to do. Yeah. Don't be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. So whatever it is, nothing. don't be anxious for nothing. I don't care what it is. Nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, yeah. let, your, let your requests be made known to God. In verse 7. Yeah. Yeah. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds by Christ Jesus. You know, first part, one part of that verse said, with thanksgiving. I think we just need to thank God for, for a minute. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God, that we're not abandoned. Thank you, Lord, that, that even though in this life we might face trials, temptations, fears, worries, whatever. We thank you, Lord God, that we're not abandoned, that we have your peace, the peace that passes all understanding, that you didn't leave us without hope, you didn't leave us without answers. We thank you, Lord. We trust you. And Lord, Lord God, if there's any situations in our lives right now that we don't understand, that we are being pressed on or or we're we're perplexed, Lord, we trust you, Father. And Lord, we ask that you would help us to become more, uh, to to more trust you, Lord, to, to where we get to the point where we are we truly do not let our hearts be worried or anxious about anything. Because we'll let your peace rule and reign in our hearts in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Peace. I like peace. I like peace. I like peace way better than I like pressure. So when pressure comes, I'm going to choose peace every time. I don't care what it is. I don't care, I don't care if it's a, a great, big, giant pressure. I'm going to choose peace every single time. I like, having, I like having my bills paid. I like having my body well. I like having my relationship with my wife going good. I'm going to choose peace every time. Every time. And let me, let me say this. <clears throat> Don't let what's happening on the outside determine what's happening on the inside. Don't let what's happening on the outside of your life, what, what, whatever it is, determine what's going on on the inside right here. What's going on on the outside should never determine what's happening on the inside. Ever. No matter what it is. I mean, I know, I know life sometimes throws us curveballs and another curveball, but just because it's going on on the outside doesn't mean it has to affect how we are, what's going on on the inside of us. You know, the Word says we're being renewed day by day. We're being renewed day by day, but we've got to keep feeding, the word, feeding ourselves the Word. Feeding ourselves the Word. Thank you, Lord. Let's turn. Let's actually not turn... Um, but you guys remember the you guys all know the story about when Jesus was asleep in the in the boat in the storm yep. yeah. 
You know, uh, just, just picture this. He's, there, there's a storm going on. His disciples are out there. And he, he, this giant waves, they're beating, against the, they're beating against the storm. He's asleep. Talk about peace. Oh. Uh, talk, about, talk about peace. So did what, and what happened after the disciples woke him up? He's like, Jesus, Jesus. The disciples were like, Jesus, Jesus, don't, don't you care? Jesus just, I could just see him just getting up right there. And he said, he, he, he went out and said, peace, be still. What was going on on the outside? A storm. A raging storm. Uh, but he didn't let what was going on on the outside affect what was going on on the inside of him. He got up from that nap and he said, peace, be still. What was on the inside of Jesus came out of him, and it affected what was on the outside. It's the same thing for you. you. It's the same thing for me. What's on the inside of you, and it's on the inside of you, can affect what happens on the outside of your circumstances. Because it's not just James that's on the inside. It's God. It's the greater one that's in the inside. He's given us the ability to use our words to speak and to create things, to to speak how God spoke. And we can say, mountain be thou removed. And it will be removed yeah. if we don't doubt and, we only be, and if we believe. Yeah. Amen. So when the pressure's on, what's in you will come out of you. When the pressure's on, what's in you will come out of you. We see it with Jesus yeah. in this storm. Yeah. I mean, if, if Jesus would have been freaking out that day or if he would have been sad or, or, or upset, that is, he kept calling his disciples, you know, oh, ye faithless generation... You know, if he would have been down about his disciples not getting what he's been preaching for the last year or so, you know, who knows? The storm might have been raging and he might have gotten up, you know, and he saw Peter's face or whoever's face and might have been like, oh, your face again. And he'd be like, oh, I don't feel like rebuking this, 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 this storm again. Faithless generation. But don't let, when the pressure is on, what's in you will come out of you. Yeah, so that, that. So is it important what's in us then? What you put in, what you put in yourself. You've got to be steady. Yeah. You've got to be steady. <laughs> you know, uh, I didn't grow up in New Orleans, Louisiana, but Esther did. Um, and that's hurricane territory. You know, around here it's more earthquake ter- territory. It's like one in every like 35 years or something. No, not very, not very bad. They're not good, but not that bad. But... Uh, well, like in, in hurricanes, though, I mean, you can have a giant hurricane outside your door, but it doesn't have to ever get on the inside, you know? You can board up your walls. You can, you can, you can take precautions. And it's the same thing. Fears, whack, worries, uh, depression. No one's ever been sad enough to, you know, you're not, the depression isn't bigger than the Lord, ever. The bill is not bigger than the Lord, ever. I don't, what's, what's a million dollars to God? I mean, really? It's big to me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you know, that's huge to me. That's, that's a big number to me. But to him, it's not. When the pressure's on, what's in you will come out of you. Build yourself up on your most holy faith. Think about Joshua and Caleb, you know. I mean, talk about, talk about um, having to overcome some stuff. They were like in this, the mul- they were in this multitude of people that were, were like, well, we're going to die out here. We're going to die out here. Oh, the, the, the giants, they're too big. They're too big. But not to Joshua and Caleb. That's true. I guarantee you, though, there were there were there was there was many many opportunities for Joshua and Caleb to to cave in, and join the rest of the crowd, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, sure. I mean, think about it. We're talking about two people in the midst of how many thousands of people? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm sure there was many times 
where Joshua had, Joshua had to look over to Caleb and go, all right, all right, tell me again. What's going to happen? Are we, we're receiving the promises, right? And Caleb's like, yep, yep, boy, we are. Yep. They didn't let what was going on around them inside of them. They didn't let what was going on around them determine what was going to happen with them. You know, they inherited the promises. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Let's look at a... I've got to find this verse here. Uh, please stand by, as Brother Moore would say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 1 John 4, 4. 4, 4. Uh, King James, New King James, either one's fine by me. Thank you, Lord. First John 4, 4. First John 4, 4 says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Now praise the Lord with that. Anything that's in the world... Fear, worry, cancer, diabetes, debt, small debt, big debt, little debt, whatever. All of it, greater is he that's in you than he is in the world. Greater. Think of it like this, and and thinking about pressure, uh, pressed but not crushed, pressure, greater is the one in you than the pressure coming against you. You know, anything, whatever it is. Greater is the one in you than than the pressure or the things coming at you. Every time. Greater. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Because the Lord's in me, therefore I don't have to be afraid. Ever. And I'm not going to be afraid ever. Will I be tempted to be afraid? Yeah, many times. Yes, I will. Maybe, maybe later tonight. I don't know. But will I be afraid? No. I choose not to. I'm not taking it. I'm not letting my heart be troubled, and I'm not going to let it be afraid, ever. Will I ever feel afraid? Yeah, sure. That doesn't mean I am afraid. Have you guys, how many of you guys, well, you guys have been teenagers before. Have you guys ever thought you were in love as a teenager, you know? Puppy love. You know, feelings are, feeling, feelings are fickle. They come and go. I mean, they, 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 I mean, you might feel one way five minutes, and then the next the five minutes from now, you might feel another way. You know, like teenagers a lot of times, and I'm not just picking on teenagers, but, you know, puppy love. You're like, oh, I feel so in love with this person. I'm so in love. I'm so in love. And like a week later, they're like, wait, you're, are you still in love with that person? They're like, who? <laughs> huh? Who? Huh? You know, we need, we need all of us, not just you. I, when I say all of us, I mean myself. We need to get past going by our feelings so much. You know, we're oppressed, but we're not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Uh, let's look at, let me find it. It's way back here somewhere. Second um, Corinthians 5, 7. Second <laughs> Corinthians 5, 7. For we walk by faith, and not by sight. 
We walk by faith and not by how we feel. We walk by faith and not by what we see. We walk by faith and not by the pressures of life that come at us. We walk by faith, not about the things and the, the imaginations that the, that, the devil, that the devil tries to bring to us. We walk by faith. I'm looking at people that walk by faith. Amen? Yeah. Amen. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 4.8 again. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There's help here. If, you know, some things, some things, when you hear them during church service, they don't necessarily make you shout a whole lot. But if you do it later, they'll make you shout a whole lot. Amen? 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 9. All right. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Verse 9. Uh, we are persecuted, but not forsaken. We're struck down, but not destroyed. Praise the Lord. I'm looking at people that might be pressed sometimes, but you're not going to be crushed. Persecuted, not abandoned. Man, I like this verse too because it describes like the spirit of faith. Every time it says we're, we are such and such, but, that's a faith response. You know? We're, we're, cru- we're, we're pressed, but we're not crushed. We're perplexed, but... We're not in despair. We're, we're, we're persecuted, but we're not abandoned. We're struck down, but we're not destroyed. That's faith talking. And who wrote this? Paul wrote this. this you're talking about a guy who's been shipwrecked, stoned. You know, the, the guy when he was on the, when he was on the ship and the, 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 it's going down, he's, you know, he's got his shipmates you know, over on the side throwing up. And he's saying, cheer up, boys. <laughs> cheer up. This guy, had, he had a revelation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. So, how else do we walk in this verse? How do we... Be, how do we it, a lot of it depends on what we put in us. Um, I think it's in Proverbs where it says, the strong spirit of a man will sustain him. You know, the thing about being pressed but not crushed, uh, think about this, actually. I'll look at this. This water bottle is completely full. Um, Say this water bottle represents you and my spirit on the inside of us, full of the Word of God after, you know, Sunday morning services and whatnot. Okay, so here's this water bottle. It's, getting, it's being pressed. But it's, notice it's not being crushed. It's full. It's full of the Word of God. But if you empty that water bottle, what happens? I don't have an empty one. But when that pressure comes, it gets crushed. So it's important for you, for me, for all of us to be full of the word at all times. Because things are going to come. Pressure is going to come. But if we stay full of the word of God like this, then no matter what comes, we'll never be, we'll never be crushed. Thank you, Father. We'll never be crushed. Thank you, Lord. We'll never, ever, ever be crushed. Thank you, Lord. Let's look at 1 Peter 5, verse 7. says, casting all of your care upon him, for he cares for you. You know, sometimes when stuff happens in our lives, pressures come, fears, whatever, sometimes the thing to do is to give it over to the, give it over to the Lord. 
Always, always the thing to do. That's right. Always the thing to do is to be like, Lord, I may not understand why this is happening. And I may not know how it's going to work out or how I'm going to get out of it. But Lord, I don't need to know. You're faithful. I cast all of my cares onto you. And I don't let any of it of the cares on the inside. And I give it to you because you care for me. And I count, I call you faithful. I call you faithful. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Pressed but not crushed. No matter how hard, no matter how, how rough things may get, how it feels, whatever, whether it's pressures of finances, you don't ever have to be crushed. Perplexed but in despair. Perplexed, that, the word perplexed means out of loss. Have you guys ever felt like that before? Out of loss? Oh, I have. Man, things happening, going on, be like, I don't know what's going on. But we have the ability to be like, you know what, I don't understand why this is happening, but I'm not going to be depressed about it. I'm not going to be in despair over it. Persecuted, not, but not abandoned. Always remember, you're not alone. Never. There's never a time in your life where you're alone, where God's not with you. He said, I'll never leave you, nor forsake you. Never leave you, nor forsake you. Struck down, but not destroyed. You know, you might get knocked down. Think about Rocky Balboa, though. How many times has he been knocked down? You know? He always got up. I mean, he's, he's, up, he's up right now. He's got a new movie out. He's, he's definitely not uh, uh, destroyed. He's, he's, he's riding that, that cash cow all the way to the bank. Still, no. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Uh, <laughs> struck down, not destroyed. That's us. You might get hit. You might get hit hard, but don't let it rock your world. You might get pressed. You might get pressed hard, but don't let it crush you. You might get persecuted by people, crazy people. I don't know, whoever, but you're not abandoned. So thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, we thank you. No matter what comes, we have the ability to walk in peace. We thank you, Lord, no matter what comes our way, we will choose you. We thank you, Lord, yet you always, always cause us to triumph. Whether we know what's going on or we don't, we have the victory and the, the battle is mine. Thus saith the Lord. And Lord, we choose you. We choose to walk in peace. We thank you, Father, for your word. And Lord, I just pray for the people here tonight. Lord, I pray, Father, that if there's anybody here, Lord, that's been going through some tough stuff, they've been, maybe they have been being pressed and maybe they have been being crushed. Lord, I pray that you would encourage every single person here. That no matter what it is, if it's a, if it's a debt, if it's a $50,000 debt, if it's, a, if it's a problem with their children, Lord, I pray that you would help them to not let their heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid, but rather, Lord, let your peace rule and reign in their hearts, Father. Lord, if people in here have been knocked down, Lord, I pray that you would encourage your spirit, Lord, that it's not over, that they can get right back up, and the battle is yours, praise the Lord. Father, I thank you that you never leave us, nor forsake us, Lord. If, it's been, if there's people in here, Lord, that have been feeling like, man, where is God at? What, where has he been? Lord, I pray that you would even right now begin to minister, that you have never left them, nor will you ever leave them, nor forsake them, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, right now, as an act of our will, we just cast all of our cares upon you, because you care for us. Lord, you did not intend for any of us to, to walk around heavy, uh, laid down with cares and worries. 
So, Lord, we cast every care, every worry, every fear, every anxiety in our lives over onto you. And we let you take it, the one who can do something about it. And, Lord, I pray that you help all of us here to walk in the truth we've heard tonight in a deeper deeper way, Father. In the name of Jesus, for we walk by faith and not by sight. And we have the victory through you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.